It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. Welcome back, everybody, to Operation Babble. That is my dog barking in the background as soon as I do the intro. He wants to kick things off. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, I am your host, Mike Shrews, here with my co-host and friend, Tivis. Tivis, how are you doing today, dude? I'm doing pretty good. I got eggnog. Awesome. Uh, with that said, guys, uh, again, welcome back to Operation Babble. And guess what? Guess, guess what we find out today, Tivis? Uh, why you're wearing Topanga on your shirt? No, I mean, who didn't love her in the 90s? Come on. Or now still. Uh, no, but uh, uh, we're going to find out our Thanksgiving episode video. Audio. Yeah, audio listeners, uh, if you heard that and missed that, he just rubbed his chest a bunch. It was weird. <laughs> you can hear it in the microphone, I'm sure, because I can hear it in my headphones. Nice audio texture. <laughs> Um, yeah, so no, uh, at the end of this episode, we will tell you guys what we are watching for Thanksgiving and what, uh, potentially will torture or, you know, please Tivis. So that's always fun. Um, kind of like his wife. Ah, wait, what? <laughs> I wasn't listening, so now I'm concerned. <laughs> now he has to listen back. Um, so uh, today, uh, real quick before we dive into today, actually, we should dive into the dirty work of the show. You can find Operation Babble on all social media platforms via Operation Babble. That is Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter. Um, and you can also see our pretty ugly faces at the Mike Shrews YouTube channel at the moment. Uh, we are working on designing and putting up an Operation Babble only YouTube channel so you guys don't have to suffer through all of my other personal bullcrap uh, videos and stuff. But if you like it, please subscribe. I would love it, you know, because it's easy to find. Also, I think uh, at YouTube now we have the new handle. So it's actually at youtube.com slash at Mike Shrews uh, with the M-Y-K-E. S-H-R-E-W-S, and that's how you can find that YouTube channel at the moment. Uh, I did not put it in the scroll here, but if you're watching the video, you are already at the YouTube channel. Um, what else do we got? You can also email us at OperationBabbleOutlook.com. There you can uh, suggest movies for us to watch, suggest shows, music, um, people for us to try and interview, or if you yourself are in the industry and you want us to come on and do a little interview and uh, pitch your products and stuff, not products, uh, uh, content, um, whether it be a YouTube channel that you run yourself or an Instagram page or photography, uh, anything within the realm of the entertainment, of course, as the that's what the web the podcast is about um so definitely email us there at operation babble at outlook.com or you can reach out to us again on all the social media platforms and you can also join the operation babble facebook group uh by just going to facebook.com and searching operation babble group <laughs> and we made it super easy super 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 freaking easy um anything else to this that you got for us here Nope. No. <laughs> All right. 
Sweet. This is our easy uh, podcast. We don't have to pitch a bunch of freaking things that we have. I mean, there is merch and shit, but. Oh, yeah, we have uh, merch, uh, but we don't have a hyperlink to it. Um, but you can find it in the description below on YouTube and in the uh, show notes on every uh, podcast streaming platform there. Um, so all of our links are in our descriptions and show notes generally. So definitely check those out along with uh, guests and stuff like that. We put all their links in there. All right. Um, with that said, let's dive on into this film because uh, we have a film that we watched this week out of season two. Um, mm -hmm. It is called what, Tivis? It's called April Fool's Day from 1989, not the direct-to-video remake. 1986. 86. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> but only for sixes and nines. <laughs> yes, 1986. Um, and uh, yes, so this uh, this movie came out in the 80s, and it has a good, decent cast, man. Like I was surprised. Um, yeah. So to preface this, have you ever seen this movie before? I had never heard of this movie before. Okay. And uh, now, how did we come about doing this? Because you're the one that actually sparked it in my mind. So I, I was listening to uh, uh, Dave and Chuck the Freak, the Detroit morning radio guys. Okay. They had a list of the top slashers and they were going down it. And a lot of them I didn't agree with because, I mean... You know, Nightmare on Elm Street should be up there, but they got to April Fool's Day and one of the hosts was talking it off about how he used to love this movie and I had never mm -hmm. heard of it. So I asked Mike about it and he's like, oh, I'm buying that. We're watching it. OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, as you were text uh, talking to me about it in uh, text, I was like looking it up on uh, YouTube because like I, I swore I had seen this movie when I was younger. And I was like, what is it? And so I watched the trailer and then right after the trailer came like a pop up from uh, like some con where they uh, had the, the several of the girls from the cast were there um, and talking about the stuff. So I instantly turned it off because I was like, I don't want any spoilers because <laughs> I really don't remember the film. If I did, in fact, actually watch the film, uh, which turns out I did not ever watch this film because I have no recollection of it at all after watching it. Um, so that was fun. Uh, this became a fun thing. I did like Tiva said, I actually purchased the Blu-ray off of Amazon what is awesome about this blu-ray and i feel like more movies should do this and and sorry for the audio guys but like the dvd cover is reversible so if you don't like the image that it comes with you have an option to change it around and yeah. i find that is freaking awesome and um, both of which are better than the Apple uh, poster, which you hate. <laughs> yes, I do. I, I despised it. That seems to be an ongoing thing with Apple posters. You hate all of them. <laughs> They're just so bad. They're like, you know, just so bad. Yeah. <laughs> which is where I rented mine from. I, uh, you know, last weekend, my mom flew into town, so we all hung out. Uh -huh. I asked her about this because she's a huge slasher uh, fan of you know, 80 slashers. Yeah. And she's she's like, oh, yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, we're going to be listening to that next. She's like, oh, you know, I got my hairdresser addicted to your show or uh, to try your show. Not addicted. 
Right. I'm like, oh, okay. So, hello, mom's hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, no, it, it's a, it's surprising that you know, because a lot of the '80s horror films and and slasher films or whatnot, dude, I was all over that stuff. Like, you know, not just like the mainstream guys like Jason and yeah. Freddy and you know Pinhead and all that. So, well, Pinhead's Pinhead's borderline. Some people say slasher, some people don't. So I'm just going to stop right there <laughs> before I piss people off. Um, but Ugh. like that, John, that era of filmmaking yeah, and stuff, uh, there, there's so many I watched besides the mainstream guys. I, I got my love of Nightmare on Elm Street from my mom because it was her favorite. And Halloween yeah. is just a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, Chucky, I never got into. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's still going strong, uh, not too, Halloween. by the way. Uh, Friday the 13th is, <laughs> I like that. Halloween's all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to look at something real quick here. I, yeah, uh, I think I've said all this before, so it's just Probably. Because <laughs> there was one actor we I saw in this movie, and I was like, I swore I've seen him die before in <laughs> something. Probably. He, he just looked like it, and I was like, trying to figure it out um leprechaun he was in leprechaun okay and mm, who's uh, that 21 jump street so that would have been after in summer school Wh- who's okay. the actor he never said the actor hold on i'll get to that in a second uh, i want to uh, see uh, if he was in this specific film that i swore he was in uh does not look like it okay um it is ken uh Olant. He played um, uh, Rob in this film. Nothing. I think I, I recognized him more so from summer school, where in summer school, have you ever seen summer school before? No. No. Okay. Well, he plays one of the kids who is like, uh, um, what do they call it? Uh, uh, night... What 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 the fuck is that like? Did you say Ken? Yeah, Ken. Ken yeah. Olant. Well, of course he was in Star Trek. <laughs> that too. Um, but I think Summer School is where I really saw it because uh, in Summer School they actually do a scene of like them dying and stuff and murder. So I think that's where I had seen him from before because I, I just envisioned his body being like destroyed. <laughs> Yeah, so. I don't recall Leprechaun much at all besides the saw the woman in half scene. So, right. All right. Well, um, I was quick, probably a bit too young for that. <laughs> a, another another actor who did stand out, of course, is Tom Wilson, who played Arch in this movie, who also plays Biff in Back to the Future for yeah, people who don't know. I was going to say, he... I, he <laughs> I recognized him. He was like the standout for like the majority of people probably watching this. A lot of these other people went off to do like uh, some horror and then some did like a lot more like uh, rom-com type films and shit like that. So, whoa, he does. I did not know he did voice work and I was not expecting to see all those SpongeBob credits. Tom Wilson. Yeah. 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 He does. Uh, uh, oh, he's like the angry guy a lot of times in, in SpongeBob. You didn't know that? No. Oh, man. Yeah. He uh, he always it's, it's like, that's the guy's that's his voice. Like, you, I didn't even need credits to know that. 
Um, uh, let me see here. Jay Barker. Uh, he plays um, um, Harvey, the guy who just like shows up with them <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> um, he's he was uh, another Star Trek guy. Um, one episode of Star Trek. A lot of things that we've been watching recently. There's somebody connected to Star Trek. So I don't even there need really to, are. There's like it, it. You know, you have like the was it the seven things of Kevin Bacon. I'm like, there's like a one thing for Star Trek. <laughs> you don't even need everybody and their brother has been in Star Trek, apparently in Hollywood. Um, he well, was in it the has been Hulk. going for how long? You know? Yeah, uh, he was also in the Incredible Hulk Returns. Uh, this is Jay Baker, and uh, that would have been one of the original movies for the Incredible Hulk, the made-for-TV ones, probably. Yeah right after the trial or right before the trial of the incredible hulk or some shit like that yeah i believe it ended with the death of incredible hulk yeah no uh, but he didn't I do think. a whole lot so um and then of course you have deborah foreman who plays muffy uh great job i i i want to talk about this without spoiling it before we spoil it <laughs> just just a that's little a first bit. all right it's just a little bit um because Okay, so the acting in this film, what did you think about I, it? I totally get it. Uh, that ending was... Yeah. And I well, want to give a spoiler um, warning before we get to it. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, if you haven't seen this, go, go check it out. It. <laughs> yeah, I, I told... um because I was talking to Mosier last night and I was like, dude, you need to watch this movie before I spoil the shit out of it for you. So I told them, like, watch it before I, you know, you listen to the episode. So hopefully, Mosier, you did, because we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie by the end of this mm. podcast. So um, I will give a spoiler warning before we dive into it. So Tivis, just be careful. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but okay. like, as far as the acting, what did you think about the actors for this movie in '86 and stuff like that? Because we've already had a bunch of good um, films at this time too. So, I'm just curious. Out of the ones we've watched that came out around this time, I thought you know, the, I, I'm trying to separate story from their performance. The performances <laughs> were good. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sucked in immediately i'll be honest it took a while for this movie to grab me right but i thought that they and i was actually the trivia on this is fascinating by the way i've been slowly going through it as you've been talking that's why i've been half here uh that the cast actually assembled at a hotel in vancouver uh, just prior to filming and began hanging out with each other to try to build a rapport and uh, make it more believable that they were all friends. And okay. I think I think that worked. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it definitely seemed like, you know, these would be people that uh, you know, some of them I it would be people I know uh, from high school who all hung out and did crap like this to each other. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah. The, as we see, like when they start the film out and stuff, like they just do a lot of practical jokes on each other at first. You yeah, know? I mean, the opening, they're driving the boat there, and a dude pretends to be stabbed. Yeah. That's pretty fucked up. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's something that, you know, people just out of high school were stupid enough. That's funny. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, that was one thing the hard believe is that these people were right out of high school, though. <laughs> they did yeah. That. 
I've, when that happened, like immediately, like I said, this they're on the boat going to the island where they're all going to spend the weekend. Yeah. I'm like, damn, this movie's kicking off quick. <laughs> so I'll read the back of the Blu-ray just to give a light synopsis. It is uh, when Muffy St. John uh, invited her college friends up to her parents' secluded island mm-hmm. home for the time of their lives. She just forgot to tell them it might be the last time of their lives as soon as the kids arrive on the island someone starts trimming the guest list one murder at a time and what starts out as a weekend of harmless april fool's day pranks turns into a bloody battle for survival it's just what you'd expect from the producer who brought you body parts species and three of the friday the 13th films i did not expect to hear species on their list but i can kind of see it God, that is a movie I have not seen in decades. Oh, I used to watch all of those movies because they're like four of them, I think, like Species mm-hmm. Awakening and oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a synopsis. So uh, I thought the acting was gr- good for, you know, the, what they were the given time. script yeah. wise and stuff. Um, I didn't find any of them to be like horrendous actors or anything like that in this film at mm-hmm. all. There was no. uh, the camera movements for sure. Like there's a lot more uh, shaky cam or, or hand cam movements in this for sure. Um, and I enjoyed some of that. Sometimes <laughs> there was one part where I was just like, can we stop moving, please? I don't see what's going on. Uh, but yeah, I as far as that all goes, that was good. Um, and then I think it, it, we should oh, go on. Oh, I was gonna say it sounds like uh, they uh, <laughs> they were all pretty like together on set too because uh, they were did not have a problem talking back to the production crew at all. Uh, there's a quote here from Amy Steele who played Kit, mm-hmm. uh, who's like at one point she was approached by a producer who voiced concerns that she was gaining too much weight, and she responded. Well, you hired this amazing caterer. Whose fault is that? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I did like the uh, the fact that it, this film has gained a decent cult following, which is another yeah. surprising factor for me that I'd never watched it before. Yeah. Well, part of that is because the violence in this is actually not that bad, and they were able to right. uh, trim it a bit to play it late night television often. Yeah. It, it Which, kind of how did I miss it? I right. saw Puppet Master. <laughs> uh, for me, when I was watching it, the 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 quote unquote violent scenes and stuff like that, it was starting to remind me of like a I know what you did last summer type film where they don't really show the the murder itself. You just see the aftermath of it in this film. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny you say that because there's also a list of uh, alternate versions out there, and uh-huh. I have this just because I wanted. I thought you would get a kick out of it. It's not gonna the spoil Swedish, nothing, right? No, 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 no. Okay. The Swedish version omits all violent scenes to the point of absurdity, making characters disappear from the story for no logical explanation. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay uh yeah so what did you think though about the violent level did you did you because i know you're not like a big gore guy so did you enjoy that better Uh, yeah this was actually not a bad movie at all for any of the violent you know the 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 
it was a good amount of like it it made sense for the story uh-huh. but it didn't overstay its welcome you know what i mean right so yeah i thought it was a good good okay. good good amount okay um i do know there's an alternate ending to this film um i'm trying oh, to really? find oh, it so oh I, I see it now is it on imdb Oh no! Wait, I'm reading alternate I'm, versions I'm reading again. It. I'm trying to find it again. I thought I had it pulled up, but I, I, I it didn't. Um, okay, so um, uh, oh, they did plan to have a sequel to this. That's interesting. Mm. You know okay. those slashers? They always got to do. Well, we could talk about that later because. <laughs> It's yeah. hard to imagine how you do a sequel. Uh, well, where the heck is this at? Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Um, oh, apparently there's a novelization as well with uh, more character details and subplots that got cut from the film. Okay. Uh, I'll actually I'll pick that up. That sounds interesting. Right. I would definitely pick it up. Um, <laughs> I would pick everything up. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I can't find the damn thing, but I heard one of the actors talking about it to, because she said she went out and shot it, shot the ending. Um, oh, I found it. I found it. Did you? Yeah. Okay. So let's, we'll talk about that after the fact, I guess. Um, yeah. so I, I guess let's just dive into spoiler shit because all right, I'll uh, put it in our chat so you can see so it later for spoilers, guys, uh, we will be spoiling this movie. We definitely recommend you watch this film before listening. If you've never seen it before, um, definitely yeah, recommend it, watching it because it is worth the watch to get up to everything and, and, and see everything yourself. So yeah. of the, classic horror movies that Mike has subjected me to. This one is probably near the top of the enjoyable list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like I said, like the, the gore level and stuff, it, it just reminds me of, I know what you did last summer. And, and there was a part really there where did, I was yeah. starting to wonder, I was like, is this like where they got the idea? So uh, I wouldn't yes. be shocked. Um, Inspiration. Right. So spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. 100% spoilers coming now. <laughs> All right. Fuck that scene with the snake. <laughs> right off the bat. Skip through that. Fuck that. <laughs> I, 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 as soon as that scene came on, I was like, oh, look, a real fucking animal. I forgot they did that before. <laughs> and then I started looking at it and I was like, oh, wait, it might be a puppet. <laughs> I couldn't tell, honestly. No, uh, that was real yeah so um let's dive on in so this, uh, this I, film, I actually enjoyed the clue aspect of this yes yeah they well they set it up really weird and like so they all get to the house and um muffy muff is it muff or muffy i think it's just muffy, muffy but they call it because her muff. twin is buffy yeah yeah 
Right. Uh, speaking of, one of these girls actually look like Sarah Michelle Gellar a little bit so, every so often. I was like, damn, that's like weird. They um, almost didn't go with this actress either. For Muff? Yeah. Really? Uh, uh, Lena Quigley was originally cast as Muffy. She plays it perfect because like they first get there and she's like, you know, super excited and all this stuff and mm-hmm. playing along with them and being their friend. And then <clears throat> after they go to sleep, she wakes up and it's like a complete different character, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy how it changed and even the clothing and all that stuff just changed yep. like overnight. And uh, I thought that was awesome. And I thought that she did a really good job of it. Oh, go on. Uh, Lena actually dropped out because of scheduling conflicts with Return of the Living Dead, which didn't we watch that? Yes. The Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Yeah. So little connection to a previous episode. Lena. Lena who? Uh, Quigley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she would have been. Mm, I don't know. Um, I don't. She would have been good. Yeah. Because uh, she plays the girl in in um, The Return of the Living Dead who becomes sorry spoilers for that movie but she becomes the zombie that's like topless the whole movie okay yeah i remember the redhead yeah the only <laughs> one without a shirt yeah the only one without a shirt the entire freaking movie uh the punk basically yeah i i actually i think they went with a better choice for this uh, no offense lena but yeah no this was this this was a good choice because 58 and this was she, Lena was born in like 58 so she would have been what like 30 something yeah well, I guess most of these actors were probably in their 30s at this point anyways <laughs> but this girl that plays uh, Muff actually comes off more like uh, uh, you know she doesn't know oh, what's the word I'm looking for she was uh, only four years younger okay but she comes more off as like somebody who's like, they don't seem like they would be commanding. You know what I mean? I kind of knew instantly that she was the one because like, it seemed pretty obvious. Mm. Well, I think they do that on purpose, too. Yeah. Um, and then they lead you into this, all this other stuff. But they had yeah, they set the house up and they like put in like newspapers in the one dude's room, which. Turns out he actually was in some car accidents, so that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they put heroin in the one guy's room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's fucked up. Uh, then they put like some BDSM sex toys and shit like that in the one girl's room. Um, the one dude's room. All they did was make it so the door handle <laughs> came off. That's it. They, they didn't do anything else to to Biff's room. <laughs> like. Yeah. Did you pick up on any of the, the, the like subtle clues that were going on in the scenes? What are you talking about? Uh, like which like ones? in the very first scene, we see Muffy like propping open that window that they use at the end. Mm-hmm. I did not pick up on that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everything oh, okay. they do, like because especially like with the dude in the bedroom pulling the door handle off, I knew that was going to come into play later again. 
Um, they talk about their uh, the meeting and drama. Mm-hmm. So they're all decent actors. Yeah. Um, the fact that the nail, oh, apparently the nail polish stayed the same throughout the entire movie to uh, be a clue mm-hmm. that, you know, she wasn't replaced. Right. <laughs> the cool graphic we have for our video. Uh, Take it from the poster, Mike hates. <laughs> There's muff up in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I noticed this as well. Uh, they mentioned when they're in the kitchen and the water is supposed to be broken. And then later uh-huh. on, they're in their bedrooms and she turns on the sink that blasts her in the face. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's working perfectly fine. I'm like, you don't see anything weird with that. <laughs> what did you think about the guy's room who um, he would turn the light off? And then the other light would turn on, and then he turned that one off, and that one turned off. I was just like, "That is the best prank." That is so awesome. Um, uh, I, that was fun. And then he chooses to unscrew the lip bulb, the like, one he had on the longest too. Yeah. yeah, like he could have unscrewed the bulb across the room and then just turned his light <laughs> off, and he would have been fine. Yeah, that, that one was the best. Uh, that's actually really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of it, though, when he was doing that. I was like, why doesn't he just unscrew one of the colder bulbs or something? <laughs> like, why uh, that uh, one? The one guy gets uh, the exploding cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Or unplug the lamp. How about that? Sorry. <laughs> I had to go back to it for a sec. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the guy gets the exploding cigar. Um it looks like he was trying to hide those papers too. So I'm like, there's some, there's a lot of deep things in there, which she, she mentions by the end. Um, and, uh, you got the baby crying thing, dude, that freaked that, that was probably the freakiest part, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, like <laughs> for a prank that goes really far already he goes an extra mile and i'd be pissed regardless <laughs> yeah yeah so it's uh it was fun it was fun the the build-up was really good i thought they did a decent job on the build-up and the clues that were left around and stuff like that for everything and but by by the time we were at like a certain part i told my wife i was like oh i bet you it's this and she's like, oh, no, it's not. And it was exactly what I thought it was. Um, <laughs> so uh, it, it was fun. Fun to see. Uh, when do we want to actually spoil this? Spoil this. Or do you want to uh, go? We can get into it now if you want. I mean, we already gave the spoiler warning. Right. So spoiler warning again. One more time for the end of this film. I'm bleeding for some reason. Oh, great. Uh, That's not unusual for you. <laughs> What was it? Just a couple weeks ago, you were had a slash on your back for no apparent yeah, I reason. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's secret. Mike is apparently haunted by demons or something. <laughs> um, let's put this over here. Why is my camera so the ending there? Okay, so the ending, um, is we we get everybody's killed off everybody oh dude that was really fucked up though the one girl falls into the well with the body parts the heads in the body that was fucked up um yeah it was and uh and they they dip to the house so we end up everybody's dead do you want to talk about any of the kills 
or anything um, like that? Well, anything? I mean, first of all, all of them were off screen. So, yeah. you know, the rule of horror movies, if it happens off screen, well, I guess any movie, honestly, <laughs> it doesn't count. Yeah, you can't, you never know for sure. Um, yeah, I did like how she brought up the snake, though, that that was unexpected. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, wildlife and shit. <laughs> you can't bring you can't account for all of that crap. Um so, I just I hate the snake. I hate snakes. <laughs> uh, I I I liked how the one guy just died because he got his junk cut off. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure that doesn't kill you because it happens in uh, China way more often than it should. <laughs> uh, this is not an exaggeration. I have not gone a week in probably four years without hearing a severed junk story from there. Right. Uh, um. Ugh. <laughs> All right, so, so um, the ending comes. Everyone's dead except for uh, two people, um, and, and Rob and Nick. Nikki, right? No, Nikki died. Uh, Rob and the other, I forget the other girl's name. I'm sorry, guys. Is it Kit? Kit. That sounds right. Um. Yeah, I think it's Kit. Okay. Yeah, it's Kit. Okay, Robin Kit. Uh, they're the only two. She's left the one alive. who yelled at the producer. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, Robin Kit are still left alive, and uh, Muffy, who we find out is actually uh, Buffy, Muffy's twin evil sister from a psychiatric ward. Well, um, not evil, just insane. Insane, evil. She killed everyone. She's evil. <laughs> Uh, we find out she's chasing them around with a giant ass knife, dude. Like that was a big knife. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, like, she's, she's real them. lucky they didn't find anything to defend themselves with. Right. Right. Uh, but we find out as, as uh, um, Kit runs through this door, everyone else is in that room. They're still alive. They're all alive. That's the big like plot. And they're all just acting normal. Like they didn't do like a surprise or nothing like that. They're just there being themselves. Yeah, and they're just they're, ignoring the situation as long as they could before they break out laughing. Yeah. Yeah. And then they Which, uh, I kind of felt like, oh, she's not like she purposely misses Kit with the knife. And I, that's what it clicked with me. Like Something's not right here. She's not aiming to kill. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, she's really. So we find out that basically what what's her idea, Tivis? Do you want to say it or? Uh, I don't know if I could say it in her words exact, but basically she wanted to scare the shit out of all of them. Uh, have the oh, 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 you're talking about she wants to open a bed yes. and breakfast horror themed um murder mystery yes like clue basically Which, but i have breakfast. to tone it down a lot yes <laughs> very <laughs> um but she does say well at least people those people will know about you know what's going on before they get here and so i'm like wait yeah. oh you you used your friends to you know test out to set you test it <laughs> out but didn't tell him the only one who knew was her cousin and the uh, the 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 ferryman and the cop who turned out to be your uncle. 
the ferryman, the cop, the guy who worked on the ferry, and then her brother. Because the oh, one I forgot about are, the guy who worked on the ferry who yeah. got crushed. But the one dude's her actual brother. It's not her her cousin. Is it her? Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that that was her twin. Yeah. Um. Uh. So it. Yeah. It got weird. <laughs> Um, she's really lucky that because, uh, who was it? It was, um, Harvey played by Jay Baker. He had a gun. (laughs) Yeah, he did. We clearly, doesn't she, she mentions that, that she almost got shot by him at the end. Didn't she? I don't recall her saying that. What she was going through stuff that she didn't account for the snake. And so I think it was with Harvey. Okay. I assume because we didn't see Harvey find a body. Generally, it was like they found something and then they got killed. Generally, anyways. Um, So with Harvey, I just assume she's noticed the gun and like went down and talked to him because she's like, hey, bro, like this is all (laughs) fucked. (laughs) This is all a joke. It could be. Yeah, could be because we don't. I didn't even know he he just disappears and we don't see him until they open up the door to her bedroom and he's hanging there. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) it's fucked up, man. Um, but we get, um, all these breakdowns of just like, she, she wants to do this bed and breakfast slash, uh, murder mystery place with the house so that she can afford to pay for it because her dad does want to give her the house, but she has to prove that it's a lucrative thing. Otherwise he's going to sell it off to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So, which I mean, there's so many of them now. It's pretty clear. She's got a good idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Especially for back then. Like, come on. Like, yeah. How often were these, uh, you know, a thing like Ben breakfast was definitely Maybe this a movie thing. inspired the rise of <laughs> right. All these like uh, D- she's yeah. so lucky. Rob didn't kill like even <laughs> like she's explaining everything to Kit. And Rob uh-huh. is still trapped in the pantry as Skip comes up behind him and like peels off his wound and puts it on his face. He's freaking the fuck out. He still doesn't know what's going on. He runs out into the room. He's <sighs> I'm I'm actually wondering if this was semi inspired by Clue, which came out a year before. Yeah, that's what movie. I was wondering, too. Um. Because it definitely has that feel. Like I said, it does have the feel of like a nine which you did last summer too, with like just this basic story. Like, because we see like uh the ferryman's son or whatever gets like mangled. So then you skip you skip. They they make it seem like the fairy guy is back and like killing them off and stuff. So I was like, Oh my god. Um yeah. I know it's not where I know what you did last summer got the idea, but it's very cool that well, they might have because in the I Know What You Did Last Summer book, no one actually got killed. Uh, they did that just for the movies and the writer of the book hates it, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I I enjoyed this film way more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, um, it, it Like I said, it took me a bit to grab me. But once it did I, yeah. and that ending did not see coming because you know with slasher films people being alive at the end is a rarity most of the time so to see all of them like this was all fake and staged i'm like there's another okay that's unique there's another movie 
kind of like this that I've seen, and I don't really want to say what it is because I don't want to spoil it for other people, but they do somewhat the same thing, except it doesn't end in all happiness for everybody. Um, if people want to know what movie that is, you know, reach out to me privately, but I don't want to spoil it for everybody else. So, uh, do that. Um, but yeah, there's another film out there that I w I've seen in the past that did like almost the exact same thing, but it does not end in like everybody happy and hugging and spraying each other with champagne. <laughs> so, um, this was the first for me where I've watched, a. A slasher film and you know it was all like hugs and fun time and everybody was happy and shit like that and then we go to uh muff's room and there's a present first the there was a noose hanging in her doorway and i was like oh shit she's gonna accidentally hang herself because she's drunk <laughs> like i thought that's how it was gonna end like you know because it was a slasher movie somebody had to die for real you know um because no one died in this entire movie no not at all and then we get muff uh she opens this package that just happens to be on her bed and it's the jack-in-the-box which comes back into play because it was uh, a jack-in-the-box that she found in her basement um at the very beginning of the film which brought back memories from when she was a kid and had a practical joke played on her with the jack-in-the-box so uh yeah. we're like a demon like alien xenomorph creature popped out of it <laughs> it was weird uh but then as as an adult she's like popping it and, you know turning it in her bedroom right now and uh she stops right before the thing pops out she, yeah, just, she does the same with the one in the basement which i thought would come into play but it didn't right and uh and then she grabs it again and turns it really fast real quick just to make it pop out and as it pops out somebody's behind her with a knife and they grab her by the throat and slice her throat and she screams in pain and agony and then realizes Shock. it's fake <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh the one chick um uh the the girl that she fucked with with the baby noise oh what's her name you got her name? Because she didn't really have a big part in the movie. Clara? Maybe. Clara. Clara or Clara, Nan? yeah. Yeah. I think it's Clara. Okay. So, uh, yeah, she um, she grabs her by the back of the hair and slices her throat. And then oh, you no, get, it is Nan. I'm it's sorry. It's Nan? Okay. <laughs> I picked the wrong one. Uh, so yeah, she, she does that. And then we get the reveal that that was fake too. So then you actually do end the movie where literally nobody dies in this film yeah. right here. Um, yeah. and I like the fact that they showed the, the cool special effect back in the 80s. Cause like, I feel that's how they did some of those effects in the eighties was like, they just had like the little baby plunger thingy. Like you use those to suck boogers out of babies' noses and stuff, dude. Um, and like they just had that to push the blood out on the backside of the knife. And I was like, that's really cool that they showed that because that's actually showing an effect. And I don't think like back in the 80s, we were really showing how we did the effects as much mm -hmm. uh, to the wide audience. So that's pretty cool to, to see that. But I just love the fact that like she thought her neck was 
slit so she was like in pain and holding it i was like wait you can't feel it like yeah oh um for those uh, interested in this if you enjoy uh, this they actually talk about it in um going to pieces the 2006 uh documentary rise and fall of slasher film i don't know mm. if you've ever seen that mike i don't remember i've seen too many of those um but uh yeah no this was that scene the director actually fought to get added because he wanted the jack-in-the-box to be relevant somehow right and I can only imagine that there were plans. Probably it's in the novelization for some scenes that didn't make the final cut. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm real curious to pick up the novel to see what all was the novel written before or after the film? After. After, okay. Yeah, so I'm I, trying I to definitely find... pick it up. I just love the fact that this film ends with zero kills. It's 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 a slasher movie without anyone dying, and that's it pretty did, pretty awesome. Yeah, it came out the same year. Yeah, it was written by Jeff Rovin. Uh, uh, he does embellish a few scenes, but it includes a lot of, uh, like I said, uh, character development and stuff that did not make the final cut. Okay, so there was a he did get to use the full script before it got trimmed down okay cool um do you want to dive into this do you have anything left to say about the film itself uh before we dive into like the music and this uh deleted or extra ending uh alternate ending i should say well delete into the ending the uh uh the paramount executives because they're the, they were the distributor publisher. I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, distribution distributor. Distri- yeah. Uh, the executives didn't dislike the ending, but they didn't want they didn't go with the alternate ending because they wanted to end on a higher note. Which is very interesting for a slasher film. Yeah. And not that like every slasher film has like a somber or bad ending because, you know, the person or the final girl or whatever, they all get saved at the ending. So that's a high note ish. But this was like a really high note. It's like because you're just like, oh, so we just watched one big practical joke. Who's the joke on? Is it on the the people in the movie or is it on the audience who wanted to watch a slasher film? <laughs> Mm. that's oh my god that's the practical joke because <laughs> this movie did come out just a few days before april fools by the way it came out i think march 20 something 27th or some shit like that back in the day so i don't know it was march 26th or 27th i had it written down but i can't find it now all right um so do you want to go into the alternate ending then since they did not use it? Uh, yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, Are you want me to read it? Much longer. The film originally had a much longer and more twisted ending in the original script. After Muffy reveals the whole weekend was set up, the guests leave 
except for Rob, Kit, Chaz, and Nikki, who sneak back to the house to prank Muffy for revenge. How? Wait, which one was Skip? Skip was the guy who got hurt on the boat. No, that's her brother. This Skip is her brother. Is it? Yeah. That's weird. Um, Skip cracks and attempts to kill Muffy in a jealous rage. Probably because he wants the house, maybe. Rob jumps in and saves Muffy, killing Skip in the process. This ending actually was filmed, but didn't make the final cut as the studio opted for a more upbeat conclusion. Okay. I think some of those names are... Yeah. I did hear the actress, though, uh, talk about that there was an alternate ending where she got killed, too. Oh, oh. Uh, what? So one of the deleted scenes that made it into the book, um, the fact, you know, how Rob's fly is down on the ferry. Uh huh. It's because he rushed out of a motel where he was having an affair with a married woman. Like in real life? No, in the movie. Oh, okay. I. And yet we don't. Okay. (laughs) That was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh so they it seems like their deleted scenes would have set this up to make everybody seem like they deserve to get killed or some shit. Honestly. Yeah, uh Muffy has reoccurring nightmares of someone trying to kill her and uh Nikki and Hal hook up. <laughs> okay. Yep, this film was released in late March 1986 through Paramount Pictures in conjunction with April 1st holiday. It received a varied responses from film critics with some commending or wow, <laughs> some commending it for its non-gratuitous violence and plot twists while others lambasted it for its surprised ending. So in other words, some people were kind of pissed off. <laughs> I thought it was oh. pretty cool as, as a slasher fan myself. It, it's some, it's uh, cool to see a different take, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to say, though, some of these international titles are much better. Uh, the French title was Weekend of Terror and Germany called it the Horror Party. Hmm. I don't like either yeah. of those. I like those better than April Fool's Day, I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the the unique twist at the end really grabbed me because I'm like, how this is so unique for, you know, this type of film, especially in the 80s. It was a risk, too, because yeah, that, the genre it really was like blew pumping. me away. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to look here. I got a question for you. Since the whole thing was fake, why was Uncle Frank slash the constable at the hospital? Um, Did they call the hospital or did he call them? Because I felt like they called the hospital. So he must have been waiting there for them. Probably. It's just to like cover it. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Oh, shit. Um, I don't have much else on this, dude. Like, I just enjoyed the film itself. Oh, there's the music. I wanted to talk about the music. Yeah, you want to talk about the music? I so I popped this DVD in or the Blu-ray in, I should say. 
And, uh, well, um, it starts off with the song Too Bad You're Crazy by Jerry Whitman and Charles Bernstein. Um, and that was freaking hilarious and awesome song. It definitely sets the tone for a film, <laughs> uh, which they also do play. If you don't have the uh, DVD or Blu-ray, it is played at the end credits as well. Um, for those people who do go out and watch it or have watched it or anything like that. What did you think about the, that song in general? Or did you hear it at all? I heard it. Uh, like the, it was all the right. Beat was like, doo, 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 doo. yeah, not not do 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 do, but dun, 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 dun. it's not something I would buy. But it was, it, you know, it was a good choice for this. Yeah. What'd you think about the um sound and everything else for the film itself? Like, you know what I mean? Do you not know? Um, what I mean, I mean it. it I'll be honest, it's it's pretty generic for an 80s slasher. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I thought the same thing. Like all the the teams ambiance and, the, and yeah, everything just felt like stereotypical. Um, you know, we have it in one yeah. batch recording, just pop this recording over this. I think and, it honestly like it did stand out to me at the time, but now thinking about it, uh-huh. it added to that twist ending because once again you're expecting one of these you know generic everyone dies because of a killer type stories right and that's not what we get (laughs) right the question yes (laughs) when they go into the well those metal rings pop off so they can't climb out or whatnot did they set that up so that they would fall into there (laughs) because that's dangerous <laughs> I, I you know a lot of what they did was dangerous <laughs> all it took was someone retaliating in the little least bit and all right. of a sudden they actually have a murder <laughs> right well i think they probably did it in a way so that they weren't in a costume when they were like getting the people because they she says you know everyone was in, didn't know about the joke until they were basically killed off and that's when yeah. we got them in on the joke and it wouldn't have worked if they all were like no fuck off where were they hiding the boathouse maybe that's a long time to be in that shack of nothing really it only took place throughout one day Got the boathouse, the attic, the basement. Well, she pulls the one guy in that or no, that was her brother, wasn't it? Yeah. Skip. Yeah. Which I'm sure he knows where everything is at. Yeah. So I would assume that it was like the boathouse or the attic. It's just a lot of people to keep quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of dummies, like the bodies and stuff, like, because mm-hmm. because you get like the heads and stuff. They explain those, but like the full bodies, there ain't no way that guy was hanging by that one rope, like that, and wasn't actually dying. <laughs> or uh, what about the the when Skip is on the little floaty thing underneath the boathouse? 
Well, that he it just looked like he was on a little boat, and they just did his makeup. Him and makeup because they do mention that the uncle is a special effects guy. Yeah, they do for movies. Uh, That's how they got yeah. all the props and stuff like that. But the fact that they got props like he he was able to make the heads and stuff, the molds almost perfectly based off of a photo. I call bullshit. <laughs> like, I don't think that you could do that, but who do I, what do I know? You know, like, Oh, uh, you, you take molds. Otherwise, you know, actors like Daniel Roebuck and shit wouldn't have sat in a chair for hours to get their molds done for like a monster's costume, you know? True. True. So the guy that buck, the guy who was actually hurt, not skip on the ferry, mm-hmm. uh, He's had a long ass career as a stunt coordinator. Makes sense. Yeah, I, so that, that that would be what probably why they picked him to get crushed by the boat so he wouldn't right. get hurt. I had a question. Whole, my my well, main, who in their right mind tries to yeah rub up a boat from the water? Yeah. <laughs> also, they crashed that boat into the thing. Like they destroyed part of that boat. Oh, in the very beginning when they first pull up? Yeah, when they crush him, they 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 crush the well, boat. Well, that's just that like, when they pick them all up. Like there's a purposeful shot of him slamming into the dock to show that he doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um my thought was how the fuck did he put a prosthetic on underwater? Because we find out with the guy who gets squished is fake too. And it's a prosthetic. Like he literally peels it off of his face later. But how did he put it on underwater? He's a good props guy. <laughs> he, <laughs> he wasn't, the, some he good wasn't stuff. the props guy though. He was just the, the dude. <laughs> the guy. Yeah. I don't. Mm. <laughs> that was like the only complaint I really had after walking away from this movie. I was like, "How the hell did he put that prosthetic on?" Are you sure underwater? he went underwater, or was he just disappeared behind the boat? Well, he comes up out from underneath the water. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Mm. And that mm. wouldn't give enough time for that shit to dry, to stay on his face. Although I do think that's why his uh, dad in the movie grabs him and like just holds him by himself like he doesn't let anyone else see him maybe could be yeah yeah so there's that and maybe it was just laying on him but he does come yeah, out the he, water all like jason style it, like ah. yeah yeah <sighs> it was fucked up yeah, <laughs> it, was was. A, it was really fucked up <laughs> i was like oh that's it for that character then okay i Apparently, he's just not even part of this plot. He just gets an accident. Yeah, he's just <laughs> dead. He's out. <laughs> well, your stupidity saved you from the killer. Congrats. <laughs> uh, what else have you got for this one, man? Uh, I like the the clear mannequin head for Muffy when they think it's Buffy in the basement. Uh-huh. behind the portrait that's oh, yeah, staring yeah. at him. Yeah. Like that was clever. That, that was a clever prank. Um 
did not look like a real head, but in their panicked minds, probably, yeah. you know, could be very much believable in that dark basement. Well, it also <laughs> was supposed to be sitting there for a little bit, too. But I'm like, y'all know, like, I guess it wasn't very long, so the bodies wouldn't be stinking that bad. But there still would be some type of scent for you to know that there's like a fucking decapitated head. <laughs> Oh. Uh, the Barbie dolls in the attic, like yep. She uh, she planned for a lot of like. There's no way she could have known that they would have went up there. But it's nice to see that she had you, them placed there just in case. You know this <laughs> everywhere they go, she hints to go there. She kind of pushes them to go there, like to the well. Does oh, she go to the well? We have the well. The water's in the well. Well, guess what? The bucket was rigged to fall. So, of course, they were going to be stupid enough to go down there. She was just lucky they were all stupid enough to do the things that she wanted. I would have just went and got a different bucket. Yeah. But like them or like her going to her room, she knew that would get them because they were already arguing to go and split off into their own rooms, too. So you get all that action going, you know. So, yeah, I I, I really I recognize notice that like every time that she suggested something they actually did it even after the fact that they were like well uh she might be the killer (laughs) okay guys whatever you say so i think this is a good time to talk about uh during the 30th anniversary reunion uh uh, panel deborah the uh nikki Mm -hmm. uh yeah, the girl who played Nikki. Yeah. She uh revealed that she was sent a script for an unproduced sequel several several years after this film's release, though she was sketchy on the details and couldn't recall the names of the two writers. Mm-hmm. Uh the story found Chaz and Nikki who had gotten married buying a closed-down porno theater. <laughs> On 42nd Street, New York City, that they planned to turn into a bed and breakfast. But when one of Chaz's college aged relatives arrives for a village for a visit, (laughs) the games begin again. Goodrich and her second husband uh, bought the Avon Theater in Stamford, Connecticut, where this anniversary screening was held. See, that just makes me think that it wouldn't be like this because there's no way you're going to pull that off twice, you know? No, people would be expecting it. Yeah, people would expect it. You'd have to do something, some kind of different twist on it or some, Mm -hmm. you know. Oh, oh, here's some. I don't know. You, you, I know you're not much of a gamer, but you do play the um, what I like to call uh interactive movies type games uh-huh. uh until dawn in that one there's a character pulling pranks on his friends pretending to you know try and kill them uh-huh. i very much got a sense of that with this okay um so i i can honestly because that would if for people who don't know the until dawn uh was basically all of those games that are being made by that company uh the dark uh pictures anthology 
uh, that new one, The Quarry. They're all love letters to a type of genre in horror. Mm -hmm. That one specifically was a slasher. Um, And. A little bit of like cryptids, but it's real good. Um, highly recommend any of those. If you're not much of a gamer, but love horror movies like Mike pick up Ed. excuse me. I'm sorry about that. Pick up <laughs> any of those like super, super fun. <laughs> yeah, that sounds cool. I, um, I have no, uh, I don't do a whole lot of games. Unfortunately, I have a few of them, like some of the horror games and stuff like that. Like I have uh Friday the 13th one. Eh, it's all right. Which is kind of just like the dead by daylight game. Yeah. Almost. It's um, what do they call them? A, a, asymmetric now. Yeah. It's kind of like the new ghostbusters that just came out too. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll look into some of those, but. Yeah, I think you would really enjoy a lot of them because you could probably pull especially. Oh, man, dude, the quarry is right up your alley. Like the the theme used in the main menu straight up sounds like the music from Nightmare on Elm Street. Like they like the tiniest details they are on. Okay. I know there's a new one. Well, we talked about um, what was the one? When we talk, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. They're doing yes, that yes, game. Yes. They're doing that game for next year, I believe it comes out. And then, which did you see the trailer for that? I'm about to send that to you. They it's they put footage from the movie and the game side by side, and it looks pretty damn good. Yeah, they did that with um, what was it? The uh, oh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre game too like the sets are freaking crazy like the graphics look like you're in the movie for that Mm. one Um, I didn't see the one where they did the side by side for for the killer clowns I saw a trailer for it but I didn't see a side by side yeah uh I'm trying to pull up some stuff here real quick for the reveal of the movie and type it in here without Tivis seeing it. <laughs> oh, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to find a good uh, synopsis to to read. He's about to figure out how he's going to torture me this year. What? Which, I mean, the, to be fair, last year, the Pilgrim wasn't that bad. So I've actually found myself thinking of that movie a lot. This uh past couple weeks really yeah wow (laughs) i'm not gonna rewatch it but i was like you know that was actually not that bad (laughs) (laughs) see i can i can pick good things man um all right so do we want to close out on april fool's day then dude uh Uh, yeah i mean obviously if you made it this far you should have watched it if you have not why what is wrong with you? That is such a good twist. Uh, you ruined it for yourself. And I also don't see them. You should doing feel a, bad. I, I don't see them doing a sequel. I'm surprised they haven't no. remade it. I know there's other movies well, out there. Well, they did that direct uh, video one. 
which I'm curious to see how, what they would have done different with that one. From when, though? What year? Uh, April. Because I looked up, there was some April Fool's movies. Um, 2008. Yeah, that's not the same type of story, though. That's a completely it different thing. It says it's a remake of the 1986 film of the same name. No way. Because it says... A year after an April Fool's Day prank, which resulted in the death of one of their set, a group of friends find themselves targeted by someone who is out for revenge. That's their thing. This is more like a fucking, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> so maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's, it's not an actual, there's not a twist. It's just a fucking serial killer movie. I'm um, tempted to watch it, but at the same time, I'm like, eh. I don't know. It's got Josh Henderson in it, though. Oh, yeah. The Butcher Brothers made it, and they said that they wanted to make an R-rated April Fool's Day. So the 1986 one's R-rated. What the fuck are they talking about? R-rated. I guess R-rated for today's, because I would see say that this would be PG-13 today. Yeah. Well, did when was PG-13 out? I don't think they had PG-13 in 86. I think it was, came like a year or two later. Or 14 at most, which we haven't had a 14 movie in years. What do you mean? Like TV 14 shit? 14, yeah. Yeah. It usually jumps from 13 to R and nothing in between anymore. Yeah, because they're weird. It's weird because like, what about 16? Like PG 16. Parental Guidance. I have for never those seen that. Under. No, I'm saying like they should make some of these ratings like... They, well, they yeah, have they these should. gaps, but there's like a, a big gap between a 13 year old and a 16 year old. You know what I mean? Like, I, not that, you know, I'm going to say, but my 13 year old watches a lot of shit. He watched this with us. Yeah, I was going to let my nine year old uh, watch it, but I was like, I don't I've never seen it. So I'm going to hold off <laughs> or no, he's not nine yet. He'll be nine in like a week. <laughs> Um, all right. So, yeah, I definitely do recommend watching this film. It's definitely worth the watch. Unfortunately, if you've listened to this, you got the reveal taken away from you. But it's still a cool yeah. film. I thought I'll probably rewatch it. I, I mean, I freaking bought it on Blu-ray. I'm definitely going to have to rewatch <laughs> it to make it worth it. Um, I do remember, though. Did I, you check out the extras at all? The extras on here on the Blu-ray are a bunch of um, uh, interviews. Or- there, oh, okay. there are a lot of different interviews. So you have an interview with the director, Fred Walton, actors Deborah Goodrich, Royce, and Clayton Rohner, uh, cinematographer Charles Minsky, and composer Charles Bernstein, which did the song that I liked, and then uh, theatrical trailer and the TV spots. So the TV trailers too. So uh, you have all a bunch of different, but they're like broken down into multiple interviews on there. It's not like one interview clip with all of them. Um, so it, it was something I will check out, but I ended up watching mm-hmm. it late last night, so I didn't get to see all that stuff. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, just watch this freaking movie. I, I would like to see somebody watch this one and then watch the 2008 one and let me know their thoughts on it. Like if you've seen April Fool's Day 86, go and watch April Fool's Day 2008. Yeah. Or zero eight. I hate when people say oh eight for zero. Uh zero eight. <laughs> um and let me You're know from what Ohio. you think. You know that that's what we do. <laughs> I know. 
Uh, we also add S at the end of all of our grocery store names. Kroger's. It's the Kroger's. Myers. Kroger's. Targets. Um, so let me know what you guys think about this film. I would really love to hear in the comments, either on YouTube or on social media and all that stuff. Let us know what you guys think of April. Yeah, Fool's this Day, is an interesting one. 1986. Um, definitely a really cool one to watch. So and I really like I, this I'm graphic. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to take I'm this graphic down. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to pick up the, uh, the novel and read that. I might get it from the library. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then do we want to dive into the movie that we're going to do for Thanksgiving, sir? We, I think you mean you. Because <laughs> I don't know. All right. So this is going to be a film. Oh, it took it away. What? It took it away. Damn it. <laughs> I clicked out of it. So it, uh, it changed my stuff. Let me make sure I spelt that right. <laughs> if you have to spell it. Okay. All right. Uh, ready? Mm-hmm. We are going to be watching The Derelicts from 2017. What the fuck is that? I will read you a description, Tivis. All right. And then I will share a poster. <laughs> we will hide this. So next week. Uh, we will be doing um, the derelicts from, or not next week, but uh, Thanksgiving giving episode. Don't be Googling it, sir. I need to do this. My hand is on my face. Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving episode is the derelicts from 2017. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I already heard that part. Let's hear the synopsis. <laughs> I will put the poster up. I don't like the how much you're laughing. There is the poster. What is that? <laughs> what is this? I gotta get a bigger The Derelicts. Is that uh, a teddy bear? The Derelicts hobos invade an upper middle class home on Thanksgiving. Why does he have a teddy bear on his head? It's a home invasion movie featuring what I can only Call a Dollar Tree version of Rob Zombie's Firefly Family is what this person says on IMDb. I don't know that movie either. <laughs> oh, the Firefly oh. Family is the family from the House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, Three from Hell movies of Rob uh, Zombie's. Oh, is that where Bray Wyatt gets his fireflies from? Probably. Oh, hmm. he owes Rob Zombie some money. <laughs> well you know he's a huge fan of horror so yeah he was trying to make a horror movie uh, first uh, if he did it it's paying homage if vince mcmahon came up with that title vince owes rob zombie money (laughs) he also owes everybody else money including the hoes he slept with Mm-hmm. That's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next thing uh, for our Thanksgiving episode, we will be doing the derelicts. It's from 2017. Um, Gifts we are about to receive. I don't want to. <laughs> this will be the Let's last the um, horror film that I pick, or scary movie, I guess I will pick for Thanksgiving for the next year at least. So well, that's because Thanksgiving only comes once a year. No, I mean like next Thanksgiving if we do an episode. I won't pick a, a scary movie. We'll leave it back mm. up to the audience next year. 
I'm trying to look at the names that are in it. <laughs> There's nobody in it. Um, <laughs> I don't recognize any of these people. So uh, a couple people know I picked this film. <laughs> One There's a guy Mosier. named Turk. Mosher knew I picked this film, and he's he's gonna love it. <laughs> oh yay! Um, maybe I'll get him to show up on the episode as well too. So, uh, yeah, that's uh that's our film for next uh episode, guys. The Derelicts from 2017. Uh, you can find this. I think it's on Tubi. Um, and a bunch of others. I I know it's available. Oh, good, it's for, free. Yeah, it's available for free or on a streaming. That's service, a good sign. So. <laughs> I love you, Tivis. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, you agreed to be on this show, just so you know. <laughs> I did. I'm regretting my life choices. <laughs> uh well we thank you guys all for you know showing up being with us on this journey through our april fool's day episode well even though it's not april fool's day our april fool's day movie from 1986 um thank you guys for that we hope you enjoyed this and hopefully we can do some more like this uh we're trying to pick up like you know our, our show make it a little bit more entertaining for you guys and more yep. some knowledgeable aspects too, and do some stuff um it's just harder to do some of the newer films i guess um uh, because tivis doesn't really go out to the movies because he's on time straight <laughs> i still haven't seen black adam <laughs> uh i did see black, adam. black panther just came out uh, black adam is okay to wait till home <laughs> um and uh black panther i'm gonna go see it now while everyone's seeing the other movie yeah black panther just came out uh this weekend so definitely um go and check that film out if you guys want to i will be uh going to see it most likely this weekend as well oh tivis has a poster of a horrible horrible movie it's not that bad you were were the only person i know who says they didn't enjoy that it's just not a good film man uh, for people He's out the there, first one. That's what makes them good. For people out there, Tivis put up a poster of uh, Hocus, Hocus Pocus, Pocus too. too. It's the same one I had in our discussion about it. I haven't done anything with it. That's why I have it nearby. You need to frame it, put it on your wall, and then burn it with the house. Burn it down. I like my house. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh yes. Um, well, first of all, uh, Nicole just came through uh, Florida, so yep. I hope everyone's all right, you know, safe and stuff. But uh, uh, due to the, due to it, uh, we kind of had a little bit of scheduling problems with our other show, The Munsters. So uh, we are with the holiday coming up here in America. We will be having our scary little Christmas uh, the last Monday for Munster Monday of November. And yep. then uh, for that show, there will be uh, taking that off the, the, uh, the all of December while we head into the, the new year. Yeah. So Which, that's a quick update on our other show. Yeah, that's just the other show. We will be doing some episodes in December um, for you guys here on Operation Babel as well. So definitely look forward mm-hmm. to that. But yeah, our Christmas episode for the Munsters cast will be the last week of October or November. Um, oh, 
Wow, that was two weeks ago. We're late. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, definitely go over there. Swing on over to the monstercast.com and you can check out all of our stuff over there for uh, relating mm-hmm. to the monstercast guys. And we appreciate yeah. everybody who listens to both shows or just one show. We don't care as long as you uh, enjoy what we're doing. Please let us know in the comments, reviews, section blows, all that crap. And again, yeah. please email us if you have any questions or uh, have, references uh, or anything like that. We have some ideas in the future for both shows. Can't say any of them yeah. right now, but we're excited if they pan out. So awesome. Um, and then uh, do you have anything left real quick before we dive into the nothingness? I was going to say, what do we have next? I only watched the one thing. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I'll, I'll give a recommendation. I haven't done that for this show. Uh, if you enjoy audio type stuff, give a, a We're Alive by Casey Whalen a try. Um, it starts off a bit slow, but oh my God, it is the, no, I'm not going to say probably it is the best, uh, like zombie uh, it's literally called a story of survival. And that is what it is. It is the people. It is so well written. The world is fleshed out incredibly well. As you go along the characters, they get added in the, the zombies. Oh my God. The zombies are <laughs> unique. It's cool. Uh, so it, it's, it's free on any podcatcher, or you can, gets uh non-advertisement filled episodes with uh, i think he has a patreon i don't subscribe to it but you can but it's so cool it's so well done uh they're in the midst of season two and they have like a couple of mini series that take place between the two that are fun to listen to Mm -hmm. so good awesome all right um any final words tivis I think I just said it all. That's it. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Tivis, how did you enjoy today's episode of Operation That's what I was Babble. waiting for. I liked it. Awesome. Uh, today, guys, my quote comes from the movie April Fool's Day from 1986 from the character Nikki and Harvey, because we're just going to say Harvey's line right afterwards. Nikki, Muff Child, Mofo, the Muffster, Muffin Stuff, Harvey, Muff Dive. Peace, guys. <laughs> Later. You just finished another great episode of Operation Babel. You can catch every episode of Operation Babel on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babel. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babel group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Thanks and have a great day.